forever. Dog. Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast. Scary, Scary stories, stories to, to tell on the pod. pod. It is a podcast about things that spook your whole brain, and that is it. We're talking ghost stories, scary stories, boom, urban legends, boom, real boom. things that happen to you, boom. things that you're lying to us about, but who can do the double checking? We don't have the time. It's not us. We don't have interns. They got loose. <laughs> they got loose. They are free going to whatever sweet green they want to go to. They're happier in the woods. <laughs> That's nature's sweet green. The woods. <laughs> yeah, they never run out. Um, and Andrew, did you know what? Did you know something? What? Today is a Wednesday. Oh my God, you're right. And on Wednesdays, we do an urban legisode. We sure do. And an urban legisode, this is a building on, ex- it's, it's expanding on the world of our original um, raison d'etre. which is uh, the Scary Stories Still in the Dark book trilogy by Alvin Schwartz and Stephen Gimmel. But today we're sort of building out from that, right? Sure are. The the urban legisode it's about. What else is there? Did you think of, did you have a scary thought before? Right. Where did, where did Alvin Schwartz come up with these ideas and where did they, and then you keep zooming out and zooming out until it's just a baby's eye. That's right. And the baby's eye, it's your eye. (laughs) You're the baby. Yeah. The baby has one old eye. (laughs) um but yeah so today we're doing um scary stories that you tell us about uh it can also be you know urban legends and basically lies told to you by people who were exactly 10 months older than you which technically is a generation above you that's a generation yeah i think every generation is millennial (laughs) um and today i thought i would go through our we've got some real great listeners we and they've sent do. us th- some really cool ideas, some cool stories. Yeah, y'all have form. been killing it lately. Y'all have been killing it. Thank you all for reaching out. Um, if 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 you're listening now, maybe we'll read your story. Isn't that fun? Hey, maybe. And today's theme, just based on what's here, is um, adult husbands who used to be children. <laughs> um, wow. Now, not every husband is a man. And mm-hmm. not every husband is married, but the vibe is husbands thinking about their childhoods and things yes. that scared them before or, wow. or in their younger life. I love this genre. I think it's going to be fun. I think we'll have fun. I've had Men are half often a- unexplored as a concept. You they know? are. I think they're interesting. I mean, I think you do too. And I, mm-hmm. I, they're, they're supposed to, they're sort of like the um, Buckingham Palace guards where they're supposed to all be one way. But they're not, you know? Sometimes you get one that likes to dance and is in a TikTok. And he's in a TikTok. That's right. Which is, you know, it's an option of a thing to know about. I choose not to. (laughs) I'm very curious about this theme, Anna. I can't wait to hear these stories. Um, Well, let's get damn started. Um, This is great. Okay, so this first email is from Bradley. Um, I'll say Bradley. If you don't want us to say your last name, you can... I guess find us or we'll bleep it and it'll sound like your last name is like a swear. Um, (laughs) Wow. (laughs) But um, this is great. I'm excited. Okay. Bradley gets right into it. The subject line is my personal shadow person and dumb kid stuff, (gasps) which just grabbed me right away. My personal shadow person. 
<laughs> my personal person. <laughs> um, okay, great. And he just gets right into it. This is, and this is the great thing about men and husbands uh, yes. of any gender is that they, no they're direct. They're in. They, what? They, they've got to get back to eating their bacon. Come on. There's no, hey, hope you're doing well with all this craziness. Um, <laughs> just wanted to run something by you. No press. He just gets right into it. I love it. Thanks, Bradley. I, I have a couple quick stories and I will try to be as quick as I can. Great husband wow. Okay. First one is kind of dumb and it's okay if you want to skip it in the telling. No. No, Brad. This, I was expecting it to be so boring and this is terrifying. Okay, listen. <laughs> listen to this. As a kid, I used to smell this odd scent and I would know that my quote unquote demon was <gasps> near. And lo and behold, I would have nightmares for several days. Uh, Bradley, <laughs> what? Bradley, husband. Oh. As an adult, I have learned that that scent is just dust burning up when the heat is turned on for the first time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Bradley. Oh, Bradley. Oh, I actually love that. Kids' brains are a wonder. It is the fires of hell. It's the furnace of right. the devil. You're a, of course, that would maybe be your association with what brimstone might smell like, because who knows what brimstone smells like. I also love that this kid, ha- like as a kid, he had enough self-esteem to think that it was his demon and not just yeah. a demon. Good, good job knowing your self-worth as a kid. Good job, Bradley, Bradley parental figures. Um, <laughs> uh, Don't know why I would have nightmares, but this happened every year for several years. I think I just psyched myself out when I would smell that stuff burning up in the vents. I'm dumb. Wow. Shut up. <laughs> no, no, you're not. You're not dumb. You're smart. Keep talking. <laughs> I love this so much. That that's I, my that's my pickup line. That was my pickup line for every first date. I'm dumb. Shut up. I'm dumb. Shut up. But you're smart. Keep talking. <laughs> you're smart. Keep talking. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. I grew up with radiators in my house. Um, yeah. My parents would say radiators. Yeah, I've heard I've heard radiators said occasionally. That feels maybe a Long Island or Greater New York state area. Probably. Yeah. We're different. We're an island. <laughs> That's true. Um, the vowels change. Okay. On to the main show. My shadow person, which I guess could still be my demon oh, from above. <clears throat> my first encounter was in high school. I was in my room about to pass out into a nap. I had my bedroom door open and there was a big shadow on the wall between my door and the door to my dad's bedroom. As my eyes start to drop, droop down more and me fight, trying to fight to stay awake... The shadow started to rush at me, and oh. I was screaming like a ring wraith from the Lord of the Rings movies. Hey. <laughs> hey, scream. Scream. I was like thinking of them ordering from drive through windows. <laughs> Hi, welcome to McDonald's. How can I help you? Scream. <laughs> Hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pull around. Um, needless to say, I was shocked awake and in a panic, but the creature was gone. Oh, <gasps> so scary. Wow. I mean, I've definitely, I think this like starting to fall asleep area is, mm. we've talked about this before that like you really, the veil between this world and the next is it's, it's, it's loose. It's, it's really wild. I mean, this is like a, this is like a thing that human beings have experienced for thousands of years and we're only really beginning to unpack it as like a like a, a an actual bodily thing that happens to you when you're falling asleep. Yeah. But the concept of like shadowy figures right right when you're in between that sleep and wake space 
Also, very often they like sit on your chest and keep you from breathing. It's crazy. Well, we'll we'll get into it. There's <gasps> another delicious paragraph that is just like a a, a Russell Stover box in a lobby. Wow, it is available. Bradley. It okay. is open. It wants you to feast. Here we go. Yeah. I have since had many run-ins with my shadow person and usually while I'm sleeping and typically includes sleep paralysis. <gasps> yeah. Yep. There we go. Mm-hmm. Which is a sponsor of the pod <laughs> for 10% Are you tired of sleeping too well? <laughs> it's, a, it's a damned man in a, in a bowler hat who's here to make you feel uncomfortable. There's a little demon sitting on your chest and a horse who's in the closet looking. <laughs> okay. The worst encounter was late last year. I was sleeping on my stomach, hugging my pillow with my head very close to the edge of the bed. I used to have to be near the door to open it constantly to let my cat in and out all night. It's cute. Um, This particular night, I heard something weird. And when I opened my eyes, there was my shadow person squatting down so low Uh. that their head was actually looking up at me from where I was laying on the bed. No, 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 no. Try to imagine that real quick. My bed isn't even that high. Even squatting down normally, your head would still be higher where I'm laying. But I was looking down at them. Naturally, I was suffering from sleep paralysis and couldn't move. And my shadow person is just whispering at me. No. I couldn't make out what it was saying, but I do remember making out one sentence. (laughs) Are you ready for the sentence, Andrew? I am more than ready. Don't you know now? (laughs) No, no, (laughs) no. I won't accept it. I reject it. It also sounds like something that a talking cat would say. Like, don't, don't you, you know, know now. now? I'm Alan. I'm Alan. Don't you know now? That's <laughs> so scary. I can't. That's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. And he finishes, haven't had a visit since, but it's only a matter of time. Been oh. listening since the beginning. Love you both. Keep scaring and stay safe, Bradley. Bradley. Okay, Bradley doesn't claim to be a husband, but the vibe is so deliciously husband that Get it counts. a huge husband vibe. The vibe is wow. husband. Um, B-H-E, wait, Andrew, can you believe this? No, I, this upsets me. I, I'm mad, I'm mad at the shadow person for, for doing that and saying that to Bradley. Don't you know now, don't ask me a question, first of all. No. You know that I'm paralyzed for sleep. Second of all, it's like a nasty question. (laughs) It's like an annoyed, the question is the sort of thing that you would email to a customer service for like a startup where you like bought something from an Instagram ad and they like keep asking you the same information. This, this personal demon strikes me as a reply guy on Twitter. Like there's just (laughs) something like you don't need what, what victory are you getting from like lording over your own knowledge of a, you know, like don't, you know, don't you know now that is so scary. I don't think there's anything interesting about like couching all um, Rick and Morty fans in a certain light because obviously (laughs) that's not accurate. And I think it's like kind of basic and shitty to continue to do that to a show that's like actually very well written and cool. Yes. I, I do believe that someone who would say this watches the show. <laughs> right, right. Well, they just let it replace their personality, which you can't yeah. you can't do that with anything. You'll They're mad that the show has hired more women. They think it got worse. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Man, I, I have had I don't know about you, Andrew, but I have had sleep paralysis while lying on my stomach before. And it usually just feels like 
I'm suffocating. Interesting. On your stomach. I've only ever heard it happening. So tell me about the experience you had in your stomach. I was mostly over on my side with my face a little bit in the pillow. So the experience of not being able to move was like the ground was pushing up at me more. Mm. It just is bad. And like you feel the weight of your body more. Um, and you're just, oh, but like having your head facing the ground, I also get very scared at night specifically of things sort of like creeping and crawling around on the ground. Yeah. Like I, I have a fear of like little, little tiny men, like less than a foot tall with their hands up in like sneak, sneak paws. Oh yeah. Going like tiptoe around. I, my grandma used to have I, – I don't know that I've ever had full-on sleep paralysis, knock on wood. But my grandma used to have them. And when she'd come and stay with us, <laughs> one time in the middle of the night, I was 10 years old. My brother and I were sleeping in his room. My grandma was sleeping in my room. And we shared a bathroom. And my brother woke me up in the middle of the night. And he was like, listen. And I listened. And from my room, mm-hmm. I could hear <gasps> – And I was like, what's going on? And, he, and, and John was like, grandma's having a nightmare. And, and then he said – go in there and wake her up. And no. I was too tired. Yeah. I, I, my, def- my defenses were down. I just listened and I went in there and my grandma was like kind of thrashing around in bed and I like tapped her on the shoulder and I was like, grandma, grandma. And then her eyes bolted open and she sat up straight and she bellowed, I hear you. And then immediately woke up. I'm already traumatized. And then she was completely normal again. And then she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I had a dream that there were these little men in red shirts. And I knew they were in my house. And I was okay that they were there. But they kept sneaking around like they had something on me. And I just wanted them to know that I heard them. So, like, in the dream, I was one of the little men in red shirts that touched her. And then she, wanted, she like, shouted, I hear. And then another time she had a dream. I woke up and she was saying, you put those scissors down. Like I, and, and I, the next morning she said that she had a nightmare that she had adopted. This was pre the movie, the orphan, by the way, that she had adopted a teenage girl from Russia. And the girl was stealing scissors from my grandma's like secretary, like not a person, a piece of furniture. And she, and that the girl was threatening to stab her. And my grandma was like trying to talk her out of stabbing her. Andrew, no. Yeah. I had basically that same exact experience with Ladybird the other night. <gasps> but she is a <laughs> she's a very active dreamer. She will sleep oh. with her eyes open and her eyes will like roll around <gasps> in her head oh, and like no. she I will like make eye contact with her when her eyes are open. <laughs> and you can like tickle her belly and she'll run. Um but she and she'll bark and growl in her sleep. And she, when she growls, her like um, her the hair on the back of her neck will stand up, <gasps> like she's seeing another dog. Oh, whoa! It's very spooky. Um, but the other night, this is very sad. This has happened before. She started whimpering in her sleep, like Ooh. crying, like oh, 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 <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh, oh. And it was heartbreaking. And usually I've, believe me, I've Googled, do I wake my dog from nightmare help? (laughs) And usually it says like, they're working something out. Let them dream. But it was just too painful to hear. And I woke her up. And as she woke up, like once her eyes were completely open, she was awake. She still went. Oh, no. And I was like, what did you see, little terrier? Oh, my God. What did you see in there? Was it a, maybe it was this, this shadow demon. I don't know. A shadow person. Uh, yeah, do, do dogs have their own version of sleep paralysis demons? Maybe. I have heard from our favorite book, 
Wikipedia, yes. the internet, that um, dogs don't have creative dreams the way we do. They dream oh. about their memories. Oh, that's even sadder. I know. I I had a woman at a wedding tell me, well, if your dog's had puppies, just know she's been assaulted. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Oh, my God. This is a woman I mean, from New Mexico covered in turquoise jewelry. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's exactly. Thank you for that haunting thought that will never, ever leave me. Yeah, that, that woman is the mascot of that sentence. You know, like. <laughs> it's a perfect team. Yeah. Um, wow. Boy, oh boy. Well, thank you so much, Bradley, for this. I also love a Bradley. It's fun. It's yeah, like Bradley, a, I'm so Bradley sorry Whitford. that that happened. Yeah, I mean, I hope... I hope that your experiences with this shadow person are, um, they don't, they don't leave you injured. That's my hope. <laughs> um, okay. So we're going to move on to our next husband story. And this one is from a certified H U S B A N D husband. I don't know why I just bullied myself into spelling that. Hurt. I continue to be astounded at your ability to spell off the cuff. Anna. It hurt. I pulled a muscle in my, in my thinker. Okay. And this is from a friend of ours. Yay. This is from Michael Olivier. Am I uh, saying that right? Michael. Michael Oliver. In my head, it's Michael Oliver. Olivier. I've always, Olivier? I've always thought Olivier, but I Love- guess I've, it's funny. There are friends that we've had for a very long time who, in the context of our friendship, last names are just not said very often. I know. Yeah. Well, I would see it on Facebook because that's where I lived for the first few years of college. Michael um, was one of the lone straight men in our theater program. C- certified Tish hunk. You know? He's a full Prince Eric style, like Disney hunk. He's in every commercial. He sold your cars. Yeah. He makes the product look expensive. <laughs> he does. Um, he sure does. He's great. Um, I think I've had zero conversations with him, but we we share so many dear friends together that yeah, big, it, it's a big th- Myco fan here. It's he's, a thrill to make this connection in quarantine <laughs> about ghosts. We love about ghosts. Okay, great. So he says, hey. Oh, and the um, the subject line is spooky thing that is currently happening to me. Parentheses, oh. personal scary story. Scary. <gasps> Current. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, so I'm way behind on podcast listening because I don't drive anywhere these days. Really. <laughs> but I was just listening to episode 74, Living Skeletons, and Andrew just told his doorbell slash what walking dreams or waking dream story. Um, this is, of course, famously, Andrew dreamt that the doorbell rang and then he realized that his doorbell doesn't make that sound. And then Chris said, hun, we don't have a doorbell. <laughs> um, so yeah. just a two-tiered waking up from a nightmare. <laughs> uh, Anna then asked if we have any doorbell dreams slash scary stories that we should send them in. It's not quite the same thing, but something did come to mind that I felt I could share. I hear my front door shut in the middle of the night. A lot. Oh. Oh. Right oh as God. I am falling asleep, which lately has been at like 2 a.m. because I have nowhere to be in the morning. <laughs> it's been happening sporadically pretty much since the the stay-at-home order started. But it's always the distinct soft click of the front door of my apartment discreetly closing. I like scary movies, thrillers, and monster flicks, but a lot of the best ones are where you don't see the thing that is hunting the characters for most of the movie. Mm-hmm. Because the fear of what it could be is often more menacing than the fear of what it actually is preach well put yeah well put and this is definitely true for me in life since back when i was a little kid sneaking into the kitchen in the middle of the night for midnight snacks or a glass of water the dim hallways dark rooms and shadow cloaked empty living rooms scared the crap out of me oh god now as an adult man with a wife and a dog and the ability to live 33 years on this planet without once encountering a monster ghost or murdered escaped convict 
this door shutting sound has awakened the same childhood fear of whatever might be lurking in the living room. Interesting. Yeah. I think we're all kind of inhabiting sort of a childhood place lately because we can't go anywhere. It's like kids when have you no were freedom. a kid. Yeah. Yeah. We're all wow. kids now. We're yeah. we're grounded. Were you ever grounded, Andrew? Um uh, there was one time when I yeah, I was grounded that I was not allowed to go to a birthday sleepover. It was big bummer. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, it's okay. It's okay. How I, about you? Was I was anything? no, I was I think removed internet privilege, which was basically like being shot. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But never like fully grounded. And you know what? I, I used to think that it was because I was a good kid and I realized it's because I didn't fucking go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I went to school. I went to my activities and I went home. I saw my high school. I had two boyfriends in high school and I only ever saw at different times. I'm not cool. Wow. But I only ever saw them at school. That is you know, Anna, this is real. I'm I'm kind of awakening to this too. That I was allowed to go to sleepovers much later than my brothers were, and I think it was because I just didn't have any cool. Like I wasn't cool, and like they were like, eh, he's not going to do anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I I avoided the sex talk for a long time, and I think my parents just let it roll because they were like, no one's fucking our kid. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Sorry, sorry for people dropping things. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Interesting. Uh, this door shutting. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, we're afraid of what's lurking in the living room. Every time I hear it, I always get this sudden feeling of dread. My wife never hears it because she always falls asleep before me, and my dog is a heavy sleeper. So no help there with the affirmation of sound happening. Wow. Ugh, I hate that. I hate not knowing if I've heard something or not. Especially not having an ally in your dog who has super hearing. No, no, wow. no, no. Especially in Los Angeles where there's like apex predators just sort of casually roaming around. I know. People are like, and yeah, that's no, just it's fine. the casting directors. Oh, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yui, please watch Hollywood on Netflix starring <laughs> Ryan Murphy as Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, and Patty um, Lapone as a gag. <laughs> She's so good at it. She is. Oh, oh my God. It's Holland Taylor just coaching acting. I mean, come on. <laughs> that the- casting is dead on. <laughs> so I mean, it really is astounding. It's the gayest show on the planet. Holland Taylor. It's almost it's almost offensive to me. It's a, like, I almost feel like Ryan Murphy didn't actually make and it's just made by a, by a horrible straight man who hates gay people. <laughs> I oh my god this is funny my mom uh I was chatting with her before and she said have you seen this show Hollywood on Netflix and it would be like her saying there's this great porn you should watch like my parents (laughs) don't watch streamers really but she said (laughs) I was like oh I'm surprised here you watched it and she said I was terrified the first episode left me so scared what I was like Hollywood talking about and then i realized she was talking about the amount of like casual references to gay sex and stuff for her oh, she like sure. my mother literally works in a convent is not a nun works in a convent it's <laughs> not something that she encounters a lot i'm so i'm so curious about what it would be like if my parents watched any of the things that my parents exclusively watch like bbc bbc shows on acorn and everything's like miss prisby's little secret like everything is like very <laughs> The inspector says, like, everything is that. <laughs> the inspector says would be a good name for a show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, sorry. Okay, sorry. we're getting back in it. Okay, yep. here we go. Um, we hear the, the door closing. Uh, wife and dog are asleep. Um, no affirmation that the sound is happening or not, which is so scary. Uh, that scary. is so scary. 
That said, when I go to check the front door, because I always go, the deadbolt is never locked. No. Mm. (gasps) Also, I nudge my dog, quote unquote, on accident as I get out of bed. Because, you know, (sighs) I want her to bark her fucking head off if she hears or senses something's off. That is very funny. This is canon. Dogs can see ghosts. Yes, correct. And they will bark, which I relate to... Um, when I saw the ring in ninth grade, I slept next to my dog for two weeks on the couch, um, both because I knew that he would wake up when he saw a ghost, but I was also terrified that if he moved at all in the middle of the night, it would be like, that meant, yeah, yeah. Um, also, also <laughs> as I walked to the door, I always do that puff up my chest and slightly flex thing that middle school oh, and high school boys my. do to exaggerate machismo in case they have to suddenly get in a fight or something. A true leading I want to, man. <laughs> he's such a leading man. He's aging into his type. <laughs> Because I want to intimidate the ghost, of course. I hear ghosts hate any trace of leftover toxic masculinity. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Good thing. I, I found that I do this puff out chest thing when I walk Ladybird at night to ward off um, coyotes. Oh, yeah. They, they, oh, yeah. A coyote responds to a, a yeah. assertive chest. Yeah. I walk around like she's my hot, tiny girlfriend in a financial district bar. <laughs> um, Anywho, we live in West Hollywood and I feel very safe in our building and neighborhood. So full disclosure, we don't always lock the deadbolt. Whoa. This is an L.A. thing. This is an L.A. phenomenon. I don't I don't get this. Yeah. Oh, that's I don't get it. I don't get it. I think it's real sweet. I think it's very leave it to beaver. We're having a good time. Yeah. Wow. You got to lock your door. You got to lock your door. Okay. Okay. Um, but we're usually pretty good about it. Sometimes I theorize that maybe the door wasn't completely latched and the doorknob lock isn't that reliable. Maybe there was just a pressure pressure shift outside and it helped to shift the door enough to allow the latch bolt to finally fall into place in the socket of the door frame. But I'm pretty sure it's a grudge ghost or something standing in the shadow of the already pitch black living room waiting for me to lock the deadbolt. The oh. end. Sorry for the long story. If TLDR, I have a ghost that shuts my front door in the middle of the night. Michael no, it wasn't too long and we did read it was i did read and you can follow him at this is Michael on yeah. socials oh my great thank, thank you, you for this oh my god this is scary door you have this all the time in your building i do i worry about this i okay i have a theory for Michael. okay and i th- this is not a serious theory but it is something that I, that if i were Michael and uh, more uh, given to going down a rabbit hole of worrying. Uh-huh. Um, have you heard of frogging? No. Oh no, I'm scared. Oh no, a prank is worse than a ghost. It's a well, prank it's, is worse no, than it's, a ghost. It's when people. It's like the person, the the urban legend you told about the person living in the attic. It's someone <gasps> who lives in your home, but d- isn't trying to hurt you or anything. Doesn't want, but is just like literally just trying to live off your home (laughs) and 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 i guess the question is like there have been cases of this happening in larger houses there's a lot of like probably bogus youtube videos of people being like i noticed i had less cereal in my cereal but like and then they record at night and i don't think those are real but that's where my mind would go i mean Um, i can't remember how far into the story we got when we mentioned our friend's story about this. Oh, did that, we describe I think the entire real. thing? That I, was fully real. I yeah. I want. I want to have our friend on who who yes. told it. Yes. It is of those stories. It is. It is so specific that I have to believe it's real. And also, there's like some some photographic evidence that would be very difficult. I think to <laughs> fake. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, this happened. Okay, so frogging does happen. I've never yeah. heard it called frogging, though. Why is it called frogging? I don't know. I, I have no idea. That And honestly, that might not... I just saw that term used in a movie recently, so that might not even be the term. Oh, my but God. I wonder if it's frogging because, because frogs, like, hibern... Like... You know how frogs in the winter, they just like go yeah. underneath leaves and they're just there yeah. and you don't know they're there and then they come back in the spring? Maybe uh, it's that. I don't know. I feel like there was a better way. Turtling? Turtling. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you almost shit in someone else's house. Um, oh my God. Andrew. Yeah, that, that scares I, me. It's so uncharacteristic of you to be like, you know what? This could be much worse than you've considered. I know. I, and I'm so sorry for saying it. I, <laughs> no, I honestly was the first me. thing I thought when that was happening, but I think it is just fresh in mind. I never would have thought. This is why mind. I'm dumb. I was like, oh, it's definitely either ghost or wind. There's no in between. Oh, my God. I, I do to, fear this. I, I think the closest version of that that I know is that, and this is so strange because it's really just that I didn't know the backstory to it, but... um. I used to I used to like work as a office manager at our theater school years after I graduated and one of the jobs would be at like 7 in the morning I'd open the studio up and I'd like go in and I'd have to go around and one of and I I never put this together. It used to be like and check all the rooms and I would just do it thinking like I'm looking for a mess or whatever. But the reason was in case someone had state like broken in and stayed in one of the rooms. And one time I, and honestly it, I was sure it was like a Halloween prank. Cause it was like on the 30th. One time I was opening the, I was opening the studio and it's like, you know, two floors, um, a lot of rooms, a lot of dark hallways, not a lot of windows. And I turned on the lights and I, in the moment that the lights turned on, I saw one of the studio doors just like barely close. <gasps> and I was like, well, no, 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 and no, no, no. I was, I, again, like I had friends who also taught there and like, and I was sure that like someone was hiding in a trash can. I kicked the trash can to be like, and then I went to the studio door and I opened it. And as I opened it, someone had a lighter and the lighter went out and I like turned on the lights and it was not it was not students it, it did not appear to be homeless people it was two people I, as i'm saying this it really just sounds so crazy it was two people in like all black workout clothes okay and they two actors right that was my first thought but they were older they were probably like in their late 30s early 40s um very clean cut and everything and they looked at me like, why Why would it be strange that they're here? Like, it was just such a thing where I was like, oh, and I turned on the lights and then I was like, hi, uh, I'm sorry. That was the first thing I said, which is very indicative of me. Um, and they were like, yes. And I I said, are you supposed to be here? And, the, and one of them said, uh, mm, probably not. And then they just left. And I never knew any explanation of it. They had bags like I never, I, I, you know. Uh, the same homeless people were pretty much in that area. So like I knew who those people were. I'd seen them all the time. Uh-huh. That never had happened with them before or or after. These were two people who like I had never seen before and never saw again. Wow. It was so surreal. No and big And this bags. was after a long break or? No, this was like a, on like a Wednesday. Oh, It was wow. crazy. Yeah, it was like a Wednesday morning. People can just get into buildings. My closest theory or like the thing that I feel like is maybe closest is it was and it was like an acting class or a movement class or something that was like the last class of the night. And those two people, I theorize, were having an affair. 
Wow. It's so funny that it's probably true. I've like told myself stories about people I saw in a um, apartment nearby where like a guy was helping a woman move into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just like a little travel bag. And he was on the phone and she wasn't. She was like, that's. And then she said his name. She was like, he's on the phone. I was like, okay. And then I was like, I put together in my head that they were having an affair and he was married and he was like moving her into a place that was away from her roommate so he could continue to see her without wow. guilt of exposing his kids to <gasps> potential COVID, oh. which isn't true. But that's like, I made that up. Right. But still, yeah, it's amazing. Again, it's like with kids, we were talking about kids' brains are remarkable. Uh, they're still remarkable as we get older for their capacity for come up with batshit solutions to things. That's the thing about kid brain is that it grows up into adult brain. Right. <laughs> and then adults write things like, if you drink water, you won't get COVID because it washes the germs into your stomach and your stomach acid kills the germs. Oh, yes. Um, this is an email from Justin in San Diego. And the subject line is a loop in time. Um, and this person says that, uh, oh, let me see. Oh, and this is someone who accidentally sent it to Scary Stories Pod originally. And uh, yeah, so it's great. So if you think you maybe (laughs) sent it to the wrong email, it's scarystorypod at gmail.com. So send it to us. Okay, here (laughs) we go. Hey, guys. My wife recently introduced me to your cast, and I just thought you would enjoy this story about a strange experience I had. This starts in the mid-90s. I was around eight or nine years old, and my parents had left me at home alone when they were visiting a neighbor. Visiting a neighbor is very mid-90s. That is very... No one does that anymore. I was around eight or nine... Oh, sorry. Uh, I was sitting on my living room couch and watching a new episode of Dexter's Laboratory. The episode ended and I got up to go to my room when suddenly I heard a large, a loud bang come from the kitchen. It sounded like if you dropped a real heavy hardcover book on a wood floor. Fearing I would be blamed for breaking something, I walked into the kitchen to investigate. Brave. Oh. As I approached the kitchen, I was hit by a really strong smell, (gasps) like a candle was blown out and placed directly under my nose. Oh! I turned the corner and froze when I saw there was a man I had never seen before standing in front of the sink. Uh. His hair was dark brown and he was wearing old blue jeans and a black hoodie with a white fleece lining, which threw me off because it was summer. He stood with his back to me, scratching his head with one hand and resting the other on his hip. It looked like he was staring at something on the countertop. I remember that weird smoky smell seemed to be emanating from where he stood and was getting stronger by the second. Being a somewhat brave, parentheses stupid, child, (laughs) I knew I had to try to alert my parents of this intruder. I stayed in the kitchen doorway and attempted to reach the cordless telephone we had hanging on the wall while keeping a close eye on the man. I blindly grabbed, but wound up knocking the corkboard by the phone off the wall instead of grabbing the receiver. He heard me, turned around, and we met eyes. He was weirdly familiar, but I was sure I hadn't seen him before, which freaked me out even further. Oh, God. Seeing me must have startled him, too, because, in a kind of delayed reaction, he jumped back and bashed his elbow on the edge of the counter. (sighs) I heard the impact as clear as day and heard him audibly mutter shit as he clutched his arm. (gasps) Then, he simply blinked out of existence oh my god like a lamp being unplugged no 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 <sighs> sorry no <laughs> ghost These or are lies all so ghost scary. or lies ghost or lies ghost 
I panicked and bolted across the street to get my parents. I told them what I saw and our neighbor's entire family came back to our place. When we got back to the house, we found that the power had gone out for seemingly no reason at all. Oh, <sighs> no. My dad had to run to a closet outside my room. to. I, I'm so scared I'm going to throw up. I'm uh, scared enough that I'm actually <laughs> I'm working on a, on a barf. What if what happened at this point in the podcast is Anna did throw up? At, that might be the first podcast where that's happened. It might be. Yeah. It definitely isn't, but it might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my dad had to run to a closet outside my room to reset the breakers and restore power. Then they all tore the house apart looking for signs of an intruder, <gasps> even opening a long, unused attic door. Oh, no. They found nothing. Oh, God. I was berated by my parents for crying wolf. The entire neighborhood would regard me as a liar for years after. What? No, don't do that to your kid. No, this is very 90s. A kid's not going to lie about an intruder. No. Eventually, it just became a weird memory that I wasn't even sure of. Little did I know, this was not the end of it. Oh. Skip to around 20 years later. I'm house sitting for my parents while they're in Vegas with the neighbors, the same neighbors. <laughs> oh no. The neighbors Uh-oh. are, are cursed. These neighbors Something's are touched. Those neighbors. They're touched by hell. Mr. And Mrs. Satan. <laughs> it's pronounced Satan. <laughs> it was the night. It was nighttime, probably around seven or eight. And a pretty nasty storm was raging outside. Scary. I was sitting in the living room, same house, same couch with my parents, dog reassuring her in between claps of thunder and channel surfing. Oh, Oh, baby. Okay. Now the story is so scary that I'm like, this has to be some kind of like creepypasta. Like it can't be real. Okay. Uh-huh. I eventually wound up on reruns of one of my favorite old cartoon, Dexter's Lab. Oh. Like. It's a little close. Yeah, I get it. This is good storytelling regardless. It's good storytelling regardless. And you know what? No facts don't happen no more. So it's fine. <laughs> the dog suddenly perked up like she heard something and ran off growling towards my old room. I followed her, but halfway to my room, a big flash of lightning hit somewhere close and the power suddenly cut out. Luckily, my mom is a candle lady. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. We know this everything about so your mom. Great. Yep. This is really good. I wish my mom were a candle lady. I bought her candles for 15 years before realizing that she doesn't light them. <laughs> um, she's got a few little jarred candles and matchboxes decorating nearly every room and hallway of the house. So I picked one up and lit it. I continued down the hall to my old bedroom where I found the dog hiding in the breaker slash closet. I reset the breakers and our lights came back on. I blew out the candle and started to head back towards the living room when I suddenly heard that same bang from my childhood from the kitchen. Memories flooded back and my blood went cold as I made my way back down the hall. I stopped by the den to grab a pool cue just in case the man had returned. He would be like 50 by now for sure. What is an old man doing breaking into houses? Old man. Oh boy. Uh-oh. I crept towards the kitchen. Q positioned like a spear in front of me. Like this is a, cre- it's a creepy pasta, right? It's yeah. It's a really good one. It's a really good one. Okay. Here we go. Um, I turned the corner and saw that nobody was there. Relieved. I entered the kitchen, set the pool stick down and started investigating where the sound came from. After some searching, I l- noticed a long crack had formed into the false mar- marble countertop. Later. I found out it was probably due to a combination of stress from temperature changes, bad mounting and cheap building material. I absentmindedly struck a thinking pose with one hand scratching my head and one on my hip, puzzling over how the thing broke when I heard a rustling and small gasp from behind. Mm -hmm. I turned around and saw myself. Yep. This I'm 
I'm enjoying the story. I, I, something that I like to do is not read emails before I say them just because it's fun. No, here's the thing. If, if this probably a reason why we're, we're rejecting this is because if this were real, um, we would all just have to scream into the void until we lost consciousness because this is the scariest thing imaginable. Uh, but on the on the best end, this is very well written and very good. Very well written, very good. It's a creepy pasta. You know what? Andrew and I were we're both the vibe is virgins, and <laughs> we, we don't know how the internet works. We're easily tricked. Please trick us. Love to be tricked. Um, um saw my wow. younger self. He was positioned near the landline telephone, one arm outstretched from the doorway into the kitchen. His eyes met mine, and I remembered exactly what he felt, what I felt all those years ago. The shock made me jump back and I smashed my elbow on the counter. My eyes squinted shut as I grabbed my arm cursing. When I opened them, little me was gone. I stood there kind of dumbfounded until my parents' dog trotted into the kitchen. She was on alert, her back ridge of fur standing on edge while she furiously sniffed the spot spot where younger me had stood. This snapped me out of my shock as I focused on trying to calm her down. A few moments later, I walked to the bathroom to slash some water on my face and collect my thoughts when I noticed my outfit old blue jeans and a black hoodie with white fleece lining. I assume whatever loop started 20 years ago closed that day. The whole thing really called my entire sense of space and time into question. Why did the loop start? Did something cause it? What other loops are forming? Is this all a loop? Am I even the first go round of myself? Since then, I haven't been sure of anything. Thank you for reading my story. Get out. Yours truly, Justin from San Diego. Justin, I, well, this was great. I mean, Justin, I was certainly riveted. Yes, I had a good time. I, I guess you know sometimes husbands they they tell they tell other versions of truths, and that's just something that husbands do. And if this was real, uh, I'm we're so sorry for doubting you. And what tremendous power you have! <laughs> tremendous power. I mean the the little details like the mom being a candle lady. I was like, oh, it's I real. know. I love that. I love the mom being a candle lady. I love. Yeah, I mean Dexter's Laboratory, like all these references. This is this is great a storytelling. Justin, I hope I hope if you haven't already that you can adapt this into something. Maybe a short film, really good for this. Maybe, yeah. And you know what? It's it's all in one location. Can't I mean this will get produced in a second if it can be done for less than thirty million dollars? It'll get done. I mean, I don't know about this. This that this feels more like eighty million, <laughs> maybe one hundred eighty million with marketing. So the dog is played by Judy Dench. <laughs> Um, the neighbors are played by the rock. Wow. The, okay. So the, have you ever had this experience though, Anna, where you were a kid and you thought someone was in the house with you and you called your parents or something? Not that I can immediately remember. I definitely remember waking my parents up at night to be like, there's a ghost probably. But I think mm-hmm. that's really more because I saw in media that kids would wake their parents up to be like, there's a ghost. Yeah. Sort of like the scary story from the trilogy. Like, I think it was sort of like what we were talking about with Oscar with skinny dipping, where I was like, I understand this is a thing young people do. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to try my hand at it. Yeah. Have uh, you? I one time and I didn't get in trouble for it. I, I definitely got the sense. It was frustrating because there was one time when I was in my house in New Hampshire, which was like this old, big Victorian creepy house. It was during the day. My dad was still at work. My mom was going to go run groceries. And she was like, do you want to come? And I was like, no, I'll stay. And she was gone for like 20 minutes, but I was in the house alone and I was sure that I heard the voice of two adults talking, like (gasps) walking into the kitchen and talking. And I ran up to my parents' room. I was so positive. I ran to my parents' room and I called my friend Austin's dad. And I think my thought process, because, you know, we didn't have cell phones and I, you know, you like knew your three best friends' numbers. 
you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And I think Austin's household occurred to me first because his dad had a motorcycle. I don't know why that was my thought process. But I was like, he it's easier than a car, and he's yeah. tough. So I called, and uh, and yeah, like Mister Mister Ritter picked up, and I was like, Mister Ritter, it's Andrew Farmer. I think someone's in the house with me. And he truly, <gasps> he didn't even respond. He just like he just like rode over, and immediately That's went hot. in the house. It was it was great, and and my parents got there roughly the same time he did. <laughs> And oh. we like walked throughout the whole house. Nobody was there. Um, you know, they thanked him for coming and everything. And and he had brought Austin, which I was like, what a cool, what a cool That's thing. Sweet. I guess um, it is weird to show up to a kid's house at night. Right? Well, it was during the day. It was during the day. It was like it was like after school. So it was like, 3 oh, PM. okay. And um, and we walked through the whole house. No one was there. My parents were like, "Hey, we're pretty sure that you heard someone outside in the in the apartment and, or in the house." And I I really don't think so. I haven't really unpacked that too much. But oh it's a God, very scary Andrew, experience. That's so scary. Yeah. Shout out to Austin's dad for bringing the real husband vibes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? That was that was a real big husband vibe time. Yeah. Wow. I hope he's riding that, that I assume Harley around town. Yeah, I hope so too. I hope so too. I remember he also worked for the railroad. So we were all like, whoa, like whoa. it was kind of ideal. Like if you were like a third grade boy, that was like, well, that's the best. He's you know? got the dream. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Oh man. Oh, Anna, damn. what a great, I love a husband themed episode. Husbands are great. It just, it's nice. And you don't have to be a man or married to be a husband. That's just, you don't we'll put no. that out there. Yeah. I think Hus- most of the husbands I know are, are not men. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Now that I think about it, I, we have a lot of friends with, we have a lot of friends with decidedly husband energy who are like, you know, Oh yeah. Tiny petite women from Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Definitely. But uh, Anna, thank you so much for sharing these stories. Thank you. And thank you to Bradley, Michael, and Justin um, for those stories of varying degrees of actuality. Three great husband names. Really good ones. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Andrew, um, do we want to do scary ideas for things that could happen? Or do we want to do a scary thing that happened to us this week? Oh, can we do a scary thing that happened to us this week? Yes. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, Keeping in line with the husband theme, uh, Chris last night, uh, right before he went to bed, uh, sent me a picture and called from the bedroom. What does this look like to you? And the picture very clearly appeared to be um, a horned demon at the foot of our bed. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, Or a dog cocking its head like a but like a but like at too severe an angle no and um it was just the shape like chris without his glasses that's what he saw and it was just the shape of clothes that had been thrown over the uh <laughs> end of the bed but it really did look like that maybe we'll share that picture that was my scary oh my thing god please how about you um I guess my scary thing that could that happened um well I was outside with Miss Ladybird mm-hmm. and uh I was looking at her and she's just sort of been dozing and laying and laying and dozing <laughs> and it's right outside of where we're staying and I saw her I, I saw her and she was asleep with her head on the ground and I went back to what I was doing and then I saw to the corner of my eye that she was upright and I looked over and she was sitting like a um like a sort of a bronze sculpture of a pointer dog. What? She was like sitting like so sharp staring pointedly at something. And then I looked over and I was like, Oh my God, there's like a a weird lizard or like some kind of 
injured bird. Like basically I was like, she's going to murder something. I'm going to have to clean up blood. And I looked over and saw the fattest, roundest, sweetest, fluffiest cat (laughs) was just sitting right outside of the front door. (laughs) And the cat looked completely relaxed and was looking at Ladybird like, fuck you. (laughs) And Ladybird started like frozen tiptoeing towards it. Oh my God. And it like a little bit moved away. And Ladybird loves cats famously, as our fans know. She's very interested. She's psyched. She's like a shy person who's around an even more shy person. <laughs> like she, she just Suddenly loves she's it. Suddenly she's Bella de She's like, I'll show you how things work around here. Um, <laughs> and she, I just had to remove her from the situation. But um, the, the uh, we then saw another, an orange cat. Jason saw an orange cat, which I guess Jason and I saw our, the cat versions of ourselves. I saw like a thick as shit calico <laughs> and he saw like a weird, like a red headed cat like it wasn't just orange it was like redheaded wow yeah so our our skimble shanks the railway cat it was very much the vibe um <laughs> yes oh that's great yeah uh mine was sort of a mungo jerry but <laughs> um but yeah it would just it's weird to see the cat demon version of yourself i think that's happening yeah, a little bit hugely I, I you know i'm a big fan of cat related horror cat horror cat horror cat horror uh, Anna, oh, this was such it. a treat, as always. Andrew, you're the treat of my trough. <laughs> the light of my laugh. The truffled treat of my trough. And uh, treat. everybody else, get, get out. out. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original Dog. podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com. And subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.